Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Yesterday, Zillow announced their Q3 financial results. This is a company that's been one of the few that's benefited from the market conditions in 2020. The company's grown to 5,000 plus employees, and they had a record quarter in Q3. On their earnings call, the company shared a perspective on the overall balance of supply and demand that many investors often don't pay attention to. The pandemic has turned the market on its head, and it's difficult to make sense of what we're seeing in the market. The abrupt changes are the result of many contradictory forces, both headwinds and tailwinds, as we've talked about on recent shows. The folks at Zillow pointed out on their investor call that there are 5 million more people in their prime home buying years in the market than there were back in 2010. Demographics suggest that the low number of home buyers over the past decade in the wake of the financial crisis has created a wave of pent-up demand, which is only now starting to get satisfied. The pandemic in 2020 has forced people to perform so much more of their life online than in the past, and Zillow saw a 32% year-over-year increase in its website traffic, where it saw 2.8 billion visits to the website in just the past quarter. This is all great for Zillow. The company's internet media and technology business, the largest part of the business, and they are also now in the iBuyer business. And this is what takes a simple real estate transaction and executes it fully online, even with a remote notary. The company's seen a significant increase in its virtual tour traffic. All of this, great for the company. Zillow Offers is a new service that gives a seller a cash offer without ever having to open their house to showings from prospective buyers. Zillow Closing Services is now providing closing services for 98% of their transactions of their Zillow Offers business. And sellers to Zillow make up 0.2% of their total transaction volume, still a small percentage. Now, on today's show, we're talking about what can happen when you compete with your customers. This is a business lesson that many companies learn the hard way. And last month, Zillow announced they were getting into the brokerage business. Back in 2014, Greg Schwartz, the company's then chief revenue officer, stated that Zillow was a media company that helps people find homes. You see, Zillow established itself as a real estate search platform. And when you're a platform, you have an obligation to several stakeholders. In the case of Zillow, they needed listings. So they needed realtors who were willing to cooperate. They needed a consistency and an ease of use that would be compelling for end users. They needed real estate agents who would pay the company for access to the leads generated by the visits to the platform. The platform empties out if it breaks a relationship with any one of its major stakeholders. So how does Zillow make its money? It doesn't collect real estate commissions. They sell the leads collected on their website to licensed realtors who pay a fee to Zillow for those leads. It's up to the real estate agents on the ground to do all the heavy lifting, to drive the buyers to the showings of the properties, to handle the listings, and so on. But the marketing fee for the leads is small compared with the real estate commission earned by the real estate agents who actually transact the deals. And now in a buyer's market, the majority of work is performed by the buyer agent. For now, Zillow is only using in-house agents on the properties it buys directly. Zillow is only interested in buying specific types of homes. They look for homes that are relatively new and good condition and that are within what they consider to be high opportunity markets where the chance of a quick resale is possible. If you've got a fixer-upper, your home probably won't qualify. Unlike traditional flippers, Zillow and other iBuyers are not looking to renovate or remodel homes. 
that are looking for houses in good condition that need a little cosmetic work to make them marketable again. They operate on slim margins, but they do a larger volume than the traditional home investor would. Having captured the top position for search of properties, Zillow has a lot to be proud of. The company developed algorithms that help buyers navigate the local market. Their tools incorporate the local mapping tools you'd expect to find on Google, with additional data taken from the MLS database and the county records. And all of these items taken together provide a lot of detail that any property buyer would love to have. Zillow took all of this a step further. They developed a proprietary algorithm called Z-Estimate. It's an attempt to value properties anywhere in the country based on location, previous sales history, and current listing activity. And while the Z-Estimate's been criticized by many for lacking accuracy, it provides a data perspective that can be helpful to a buyer. Zillow purchased its closest competitor, Trulia, back in 2015 for $2.5 billion in an all-stock deal. And this purchase further cemented its position in the market as the dominant and premier real estate search engine. Dominance in a segment doesn't mean absolute power. Remember, platforms rely on their stakeholders in order to be successful. Entering into the brokerage business means Zillow is now competing with their customers. The real estate agents who have benefited from getting the leads from Zillow in the past have recognized that Zillow has become too powerful in the market and will eventually replace their partner agents with salaried in-house employees who carry a real estate license. So the question is, will real estate agents allow their newest and largest competitor continue to be their major source of leads? Some will rationalize that Zillow doesn't really compete with them. But as they learn and they grow and mature as a brokerage, they can shift their focus quickly. History has shown that competing with your customers is an unstable practice. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.